1: And I'm a hoot at sports coma, yeah. This is where we do that Where we do that Where we do that Yeah Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that eh Boogie like this and i am a that I'm a hoot at Sports coma This is where we do that Welcome, welcome, welcome Touchdown. touchdown, the vision really belong to us now. us now, so much hate on the Saints, you can probably tell, ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishing and you probably smell, the crooked referees on Roger Goodell, love yeah. like this and I'm a hoot at, I'm a hoot at. every day I'm living, I'm a hoot at, lose or winning, I'm a hoot at, it's the Sports coma. this is where we do that, where we do that at. We that, eh. yeah. Where we do that? Where we do that? Where we do we that? Where we do that? Eh. Uh, boogie like this, and I'm a hooter. It's hoot the sports coma. This is where we do that. that. You're listening to the sports
2: coma yeah. with the Big Q and the guys <laughs> on the A R O Media Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome! You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. Where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite a sports family. Shout out to the Hooter Nation. We up in this thing. Please feel free to hit the like button hit the subscribe button as we get going in this episode of the coma monday stream latest on sean payton sweepstakes number four episode or update number four shout out to the fam appreciate everybody in the chat elite gm kev brother jerry Trav 504 lewis pelican nola Uh, Joanne shout out to you Uh, Corvadius, what's up Boomin shout out to you my brother St. Doug's in the building Gundam is in the building as well Collinator much love to the fam brother Farouk is in this thing shout out to everybody man appreciate you as in uh, being up in this thing BJ9 shout out to you my brother thank you for joining us please feel free family to do me a service to hit the like button hit the subscribe button and by all means feel free to share the shows links on your social media feed they help out the stream. Shout out to the fam. Dadu, big ups to you. Jeremy, DJ Philco, Ant-Man. Appreciate y'all chiming in. Much love to the fam. All right. And in this one, fam, this is another update. We got some other stuff that we're going to go over too with the family members. Uh, shout out to your nine nine two RAS or nine nine two RAS. Shout out to you who that fam. Appreciate you chiming in as well. So with that being said, let's let's talk Saints fam, like we customarily do here on the coma. We had some inter- uh, some more uh, Sean Payton stuff happening. Of course, the Panthers, one of the, the top st- <laughs> Pelican, Nola, shout out to you. Um, one of the things that recently happened, the Panthers completed their in-person interview with Sean Payton. Uh, word on the street is that the interview went well. The uh, Denver Steel is considered the front runner for the services of Sean Payton. Baraka, shout out to you, fam. Appreciate you. And this is a drop by Jonathan Jones. He's saying the Panthers completed their in-person interview with Coach Sean Payton. They said it went okay. It went well. So no big smoke, you know, with that kind of stuff as well. So just dropping the information. I know the Panthers was up next to get interviewed by it. That's word on the street that it went well. So there you go. Anyway, let's move on to the next one that we talked about here is that Broncos rumors Sean Payton to have second Head coach interview amid the Russell Wilson buzz. And of course, we know Russell Wilson uh, is trying to recruit Sean Payton there. And um, like I said, it seems to be that Denver might be the club that he goes to, but we'll see. Former New Orleans Saints uh, coach has a second interview scheduled with the Broncos regarding their opening position. That's next up. Uh, that's going to happen. Well, actually, not next up. They have it scheduled, but. According to what I was hearing, that the Arizona Cardinals is supposed to happen on Thursday, so we'll see how that all happens. According to Duncan uh, from Nola.com, Peyton could be a favorite to land a job after he met several levels with the Broncos officials last week in Los Angeles and was impressed by the presentation group, uh, the presentation that the group made to him. Uh, Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson also reportedly reached out to Coach Payton for a role. Russell Wilson quoted and this is his, Russell Wilson is contacted showing legally by way through channels, according to Fox Sports, Colin and Kyle Hurd. He says, Sean, he wants Sean Payton. He needs fixing. He knows he's need fixing. So there you go. All right. So anyway, uh, Mike uh, Killis of Nine News reported that Payton and the Broncos have, quote, sincere mutual interests in each other, end quote. listed that Peyton Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn and Stanford coach Dave Shaw as the top candidates in the search once Jim Harbaugh announced that he was returning to Michigan. Former Detroit Lions coach Jim Carwell, defensive uh, Broncos defensive coordinator uh, Elvero, and Los Angeles Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris also interviewed for the role. Rappaport of the NFL Network provided the search information. He dropped the tweet there. Broncos are seeking a replacement for Hackett, who was fired less than a season into the job, finishing four and eleven. The team had five and twelve record, worst in scoring offense in the NFL, averaging just under seventeen points per game. Coach Payton could be the person to get most of the most out of the team after his proven record of success in New Orleans. The 59 year old has 152 wins versus 89 losses as a head coach one, winning one Super Bowl and nine total playoff games. It also makes Payton the most sought after coach on the market this offseason. The coach is scheduled to meet with we already met with the Carolina Panthers. Like I said, they said that w- that interview went well. And of course, he said he interviewed. Uh, already interviewed with Texans, according to you know that that did, interview didn't go well. They didn't impress him, and of course the Cardinals also received permission. And speak. speaking about that uh, situation with the Cardinals, you know let's go into it because this is what the next teams on the docket for Sean Payton is that he's supposed to meet with the Arizona Cardinals on Thursday. This is coming by way of ArizonaSports.com, their stuff. They're saying that the Cardinals are reportedly meeting with former Saints head coach Sean Payton on Thursday over Arizona's head coach vacancy. And The report confirmed the meeting. He said the reports come after the team met with Detroit Lions coordinator Aaron Glenn on Saturday and expected to interview Pittsburgh Steelers assistant Brian Flores on Monday. Arizona is also conducting interviews with former Indianapolis Colts head coach Frank Wright. In-house candidate, uh, defensive coordinator Vance Joseph in, D- in Denver Broncos, defensive coordinator Alvaro. So San Francisco Demico Ryans had an interview lined up with the Cardinals, but reportedly canceled to focus on his current team's playoff game this past Sunday. So additionally, the Cardinals have requested interviews with Dan Quinn of the Cowboys. Now, paid name is circulated. Throughout the coaching searches this offseason with multiple teams with vacancies linked to the head coach, the Broncos have already interviewed Peyton, who will supposedly meet with him again this week. Sometime, according to Jeff Duncan, Peyton has also met with the Texans and Panthers and Peyton coached the Saints. And we know from 06 to 21 before stepping down, quitting, actually, in his role with the team They go talk about uh, uh, sports on Fox. And interesting enough, Peyton has worked for the Bidwell family in the past, serving as the St. Louis Cardinals ball boy. I think that family well, he said. I think I know that family well enough. He told Kyle and Cowherd. But acquiring Peyton Services brings an added wrinkle of compensation the Cardinals must consider if they want to bring him out of coaching hiatus. It's just one year. Come on, with two years left on his contract, with New Orleans any team looking to hire Peyton would have to send over compensation to the Saints in return. Peyton, while uh, talking with Kyle and Cowherd last week, said the compensation the Saints are seeking is a mid round, mid to late first round pick. As it stands, Monday the Cardinals. Hold the number three pick in the upcoming 2023 NFL draft. So there you go. We know that the te- that the the Texans have the more favorable package if you're looking at it in terms of adding capital to uh, to the Saints' draft staff. Uh, you know, draft war chess, I guess, for the upcoming year and next year because we most certainly will need all that compensation uh, for Sean Payton. Is the biggest card the Saints have to play this offseason and all, and offloading Payton for picks to build the team up into the future. Now, of course we all know how we understand and feel about Dennis Allen, but this is beyond Dennis Allen. Uh, one, you know, this is beyond him. And what this will be about being that I think the saints will do a pretty decent job in drafting. They have, but when the rubber meets the road is where they fail this past year. So, you know, once again, we'll see, but outside of that, these are the reports coach Payton met with the car, with the uh, Panthers in person. According to it, the, the interview went well is what they're saying of course, we know that the Broncos are scheduled to have a second interview with Coach Payton uh, sometimes this week. And we know that the Arizona Cardinals are supposed to meet with him on Thursday. So there you go as your boy, Sean Payton. So it's picking up. No other teams have jumped into the Sean Payton sweepstakes. We thought the Cowboys might want to have a sniff after what happened to him in the playoff loss. But it appears that right now as it stands, That they'll sit back on them for right now. We we don't know, but you know, for right now, it is what it is. Those four teams, with Denver as the front runner, uh, for Sean Payton services at this time. Now, in terms of draft capital, we don't you know want to hear that. But at the end of the day, if that's where he's going to go, the Saints will oblige him and send him there. So anyway, that's a few things on that. Uh, Yeah, this is real interesting. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for like Arizona sliding in. Yeah, they 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 were waiting for an opportunity to check out what was going on with the team at the end of the day and uh and what's really intriguing and interesting is that like I said coach Payton he has to we got to get him on out of here get draft compensation this is set up our offseason we'll see what moves that we make have to make i know it's a lot of stuff out there about how the, the people don't like how a general manager Loomis and the rest of the Saints is moving how they kept Dennis Allen uh how they keep kept Pete Carmichael at his position without demoting him Yet and still there's still some movements that need to be made. Uh to replace when they got they fired only one coach, uh and it was the uh Dan Rouchard, which I don't understand how you find him fire him, he was one of your better coaches, so they get rid of him when you know, you know, we, we're supposed to get rid of some other people, uh, two people in particular, maybe Pete Carmichael and special teams coach Darren Rizzi for whatever weird circumstances they were able to get passing evaluations and keep their jobs. while well, Dan Richard got put in the street, sacrificial firing, in my in my opinion. But anyway, outside of that. Still early on in the offseason, a positive shooter drop that should be happening over the next several days is Coach Payton. Sooner or later after the, they complete the hiring uh, or interviews, decisions will be made and I think Denver ultimately will make a play to Landshaw and Payton. They'll give up two first round picks. They got a 29th pick, I think, somewhere in the back of the round for them this upcoming year and then next year they're going to have to give up that first round pick next year. And of course, they don't have a second round pick this year. They got a third round pick We'll see how they filter the picks after that. But in the interest of uh, getting Peyton out of here to get draft capital to help us this year and into next year is a big plus. Whether Dennis Allen's here or not. So with that being said, a lot of moves and shakings on the on the uh, front in terms of showing Peyton. Now you guys are updated. Feel free uh, to hit any questions. If you guys got questions, please feel free to drop them in the chat. I won't be uh, uh, with you guys uh, for uh, long in this stream. So, anyway, Vikings interviewed a Saints a defensive coordinator and defensive line coach Ryan Nilsson for their vacant DC job. Now, of course, we knew that the, the Falcons asked, what was it? The Falcons? No, I think it was the, yeah, the Falcons asked to interview him. Now it's the Vikings. So, it's official, this was reported not too long ago, that the, the Vikings interviewed Ryan Nilsson for their defensive coordinator position. So, could it be Ryan Nilsson? Now, of course, remember, Coach Richard is also a guy that was supposed to have an interview with the Carolina Panthers, for a defensive coordinator position. Rappaport also said there will be other people that will be interviewing um, Chris Richard. But Ryan Nilsson, you know, there you go. So if this is an interesting interview, he's trying to get him a D.C. position. He won't be a co-coordinator. He wants to be a defensive coordinator and kind of climb the chain in the NFL. So I'm not mad at Ryan Nilsson. But like I said, if it had to come down to me picking between Nilsson and Coach Rashard, I would take Rashard because I think he has a better resume than Ryan Nilsson. not saying that I don't like Nilsson. I really like Nilsson a lot. I like his passion. I like what he brings to the to the team. But at the end of the day, I just if you have to look at qualifications between the two men, uh, Coach Rashard, who's the architect of the Legion of Boom, has a grander resume than Ryan Nilsson. So. Uh, the, the Vikings are looking at him as a potential potential replacement for the defensive coordinator that they had up there. So the Saints granted uh, that. Now, I don't know if they granted Coach Richard permission to go talk to the Carolina Panthers. There is no uh, information on that. So we'll just have to pay attention to the wire and make sure we kind of monitor all these things. because a lot of interviews are going on. But this has been a, uh, confirmed by in Rappaport. Vikings did interview. Ryan Nilsson for the D.C. job. So could we be possibly losing Ryan Nilsson very soon? Could we be into losing him anytime soon? But please feel free to throw them questions in there as well. And of course, our final story here. Let me get ready to play this for you. This is report right here by uh, uh, on Elvin Kamara, his primary hearing set for the NFL player, Elvin Kamara and others in the Las Vegas battery case. Now, remember, two players on the Saints currently starters are both facing court dates this upcoming year, 20, well, in, in the year anyway, 2023. That's Elvin Kamara, what happened in Las Vegas, last All-Star or Pro Bowl game. And then there's Marcus May. He has some stuff that occurred really crazy. He also has something that'll be set up this year. Both of them had postponements into 2023. At some point in time, you could be without Elvin Kamara for maybe four, maybe six games. We'll see. And a Marcus May, you could be without him for a month worth the game. So, uh, this is uh, getting very interesting. But uh, listen to this, and if you you know if you can hear this, put one in the chat. Here we go. An
3: preliminary hearing here in Las Vegas has been set for NFL star running back Alvin Kamara, Kamara who plays for the Saints, and three other men are accused of attacking a man at Dre's nightclub on the Strip last year during Pro Bowl weekend. In the arrest report, Metro Police says that the victim was trying to get in an elevator. When he was pushed and attacked by those men, all four charged with battery and conspiracy to commit battery, March's hearing could determine if the case against them heads to trial. The victim has also filed a civil suit against Camaro in Louisiana for $10 million.
2: Suit so, and also, Exciting. just to let you know, that suit is headed by the same guy that was the lawyer against Deshaun Watson. That's the guy that is the uh, uh, attorney for the guy that got beat up. Remember, we talked about this ad nauseum uh, last year, you know, and, and of course it kind of was a cloud over the season outside of Dennis Allen's co- uh, coaching or P. Carmichael's coaching or his calling games. But it was the hovering fact that Elvin Kamara was there for most of the year for the Saints. We didn't utilize him in the offensive game plan like we were supposed to. It was just ridiculous. But this upcoming year, we could be without probably our best player you know, for a, a number of games. And of course, Marcus may stuff is going to be coming down the line too. So that's another wrinkle to the 2023 season with Elvin Kamara, just to give you guys an update on the Kamara situation. So now, you know, March the first, another hearing. Remember all last year, they were rescheduled, rescheduled, rescheduled. This guy is suing them. I don't think Kamara does jail time, but we'll, but crazier things have happened. I don't think he does jail time, but the guy wants 10 million bucks from him. And like I said, uh, Kamara is liable. They got videotape of him assaulting this gentleman and, uh, whether or not it was the guy's fault or not, the guy tried to holler at him. And, and like I said, what the hell are you doing there at five o'clock in the morning? And anyway, these young guys, these guys with money, they don't learn, man. They don't learn until somebody bust their tail out there. But what happened, the guy, the guy got him. He was a first grade pigeon. That's what happened with Kamara. He was a first grade pigeon. The guy seen him, the guy upset him. He did some Queens bridge flip type stuff. And, you know, start hollering at him, uh, the girl, the, whoever the lady was that was with these guys, start insulting the guy, saying, why are you messing with this guy? This guy ugly Start, you know, just just stuff to get you jumped on. So when they start jumping on the guy, you can look at the film. I watched the footage. The guy didn't do anything. He just let him stomp him down, beat him up. And he did all that. And then there was a picture that I remember showing you guys of him. Remember the picture of him with his thumb up, with his face all bruised and beaten. He had his thumb up. Like, what is that? What is that about? Because he know he got a payday. He got them to jump on him and, and beat him down and he got a payday. You know, he was trying to run away and they grab him and start. So it wasn't self-defense. And I don't know what the the, the defense attorney stuff will be to, to go against what the videotape shows, but he is guilty as a sin, in my opinion, Elvin Kamara. And now the guy wants 10 million bucks from him. So an expensive lesson nonetheless, but He's going to end up more than likely paying some money to get this guy out of the way. I don't think he settles. He he wants to go to court against this guy. And I, I don't think that's a smart move, but then again, we'll see maybe all of the pushing back is an attempt to settle with the guy. So yeah, I've seen crazier things. We'll see how it all unfolds. But March the 1st is the timeline when all this is supposed to roll out. So anyway, that's some of the key stories that's happening right there with coach Payton. And of course, what's got going on with Sean Payton and his various uh, things that occurred with him looking at Arizona as the upcoming team that he will uh, schedule and that he got interview scheduled for this Thursday. So let's get a, some quick questions, family. And then I'm going to roll out on this thing on this Monday. All right. So anyway, questions, questions, questions. Let's see. Okay. DJ field Cole, shout out to you fam says Q how Sean Payton just take a year off. It was, it was that the plan with Roger Goodell? I don't think Goodell had nothing to do with it, bro. I think really what it was was, you know, you get to a point like Sean Payton was fighting up like a, I guess he fighting a, thought He was fighting an uphill battle and he wasn't really gaining no traction. And the thing is, like when Drew Brees left, you know, he relied a lot on Drew Brees. Drew Brees made life for Sean Payton very easy. Very easy. He over relied on Drew Brees to a fault in many games where Drew Brees just couldn't carry the game anymore. Drew would get out there, start making a lot of mistakes in these playoff games. And instead of showing Peyton taking the ball out of his hand by running the ball, he allowed Drew Brees to keep doing things. And we lost games like that over relying on the guy, even when he couldn't do it at the back end of his career. Peyton couldn't see it anymore. They so close on these guys. They don't see that these guys simply don't have it anymore. And I think at some point he realized that he tried a few things. He screwed up. He didn't draft a replacement for Drew Brees. He brung in guys, didn't handle them correctly. He didn't have handled Teddy Bridgewater correctly. He, he over. Uh, big up Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was not a quarterback. Taysom Hill was not Steve Young, as he said. He made many bad calls in the draft, picking uh, offensive lineman we didn't need, like Ruiz. We didn't need Cesar Ruiz. He picked him as a center when he, if he wanted the guard, he should have just drafted a guard then trained it. It's just a lot of stuff. Ruiz did well this year. Thank the Doug Marone got him together. He had a solid year before the injury. But outside of it, there were many things like the Marcus Davenport is a pick that really hunts the Saints to this day. Davenport is an absolute unmitigated bust. And we had an opportunity to get Lamar Jackson. So, I mean, you know, re- revision is history at this point, but still, in all, a lot of this, you can look at some of these players and see that these guys will be bona fide players for your squad. Some guys, it is not uh, easy or uh, not hard to tell. You can look at a guy and say, this guy is going to be a player for us. And Lamar Jackson, we knew he was going to be a, a player for us. Peyton passed him up. Why? Because Peyton can't develop young quarterbacks. That's why he looks at situations right now as a head coach where well, he needs a veteran. He needs a veteran there so he can teach him his system and make life easy on him because he can't develop quarterbacks. That's why we never took quarterbacks high. We never took him. People would ask me, Q, why we don't ever drop a, a draft a first round or second round quarterback? Because the man can't develop them. He can't. He don't have the patience to develop young quarterbacks. He doesn't. You know, he don't have the patience for that. So at some point he wants to operate with veterans That's his preference. But that explains why the Saints don't have a future quarterback. And right now it's silly rumors about Derek Carr and really nothing going on in the free agent cycle with quarterbacks. Unless somebody releases a quarterback into the free agency, once the season eventually gets over, once the Super Bowl is over with. And the league year ends and teams start making some moves. You might see a few quarterbacks dropping there, but I don't think it makes the the pool of current quarterbacks that more attractive than what it is now. And a lot of quarterbacks you're trying to acquire through trade, they're simply going to be too expensive. Aaron Rodgers is going to be too expensive. You get a big bonus from the, from the Packers. I don't think people want to deal with that on the back end. Uh, Tom Brady is most certainly not a guy. I think he will not be interested in what goes here with the Saints, not without Sean Payton. And then whoever you got, Uh, the car is linked to the Saints via different rumors and which not because Dennis Allen, the current head coach, if you want to call him that, drafted the guy uh, to start his career in Oakland. So is there an opportunity for him to come back here? Seems a little bit more credible, but it appears Jameis Winston could be on his way out, could be a trade, could be an outright release. They would save what, 14 something odd million dollars if they release Jameis uh, after the uh, June 1st cut or something like that something to that degree. I covered it on the show. So, you know, I don't think it was nothing dealing with that. I think he was just, you know, he just, he was going to quit in 2019. You know, that, that was, and time in this too, bro. and, and in November of the year, the year before he quit November in that year, the, the Saints were fighting for playoff seating. He was talking to Jay Glazer about retiring during the season. Which is a violation. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to be talking re- about retirement, and your team is fighting for a playoff spot. You know, so that questions was whether, whether his heart was in it that last year when he quit. And I and I would say no. If you having discussions with an inside reporter like Jay Glazer, who he considers a friend, because Glazer was supposed to break the story. Glazer told his whole story on the Rich Eisen show. We covered here on the Sports Coma. You know, we covered the So I said that is big news right there because Glazer telling you that he had discussions with Peyton in November about retirement. I'm like, hold on, that's a violation. So he he wasn't all in that year, the, the year before he left. He wasn't all in, which explains why the team went nine and seven. We trying to need the Rams to beat somebody so we could sneak in the playoff. What you talking about? No, you can't count on the Rams. You can only count on yourself to win these games. And it was just Peyton was one foot in, another foot out. Then when it came to an end, he went to Fox to talk about it. The coolest heels and relax. And then he decided to come back after this year to go somewhere else. So it's fine, you know. I don't, I don't want nobody who don't want to be here. Take your ass somewhere else. If you don't want to be somewhere, then go somewhere else. Don't come here. We don't. We only want people that want us. We don't want to be here. We only want people that want us. If you don't want us, go away from us. Don't come to us, please. We know we do we understand our self work and we're a lot better than that. So we don't need a coach who don't want to be here. Trade him for the best draft capital and move the hell on. That's fine. I'm good with that. All right. Any more questions fam? I'm going to take a few more before I bounce the hell out. Gundam says breeze carried Peyton. Sad, but true Sean Payton doesn't like difficult challenges. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. We watch coach Payton for years and I do understand that, um,
0: Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster, in a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org.
2: You know, he did a lot of positives in the who that nation, but I'm not blind to the positives that Sean Payton did for that nation. I'm a realist, man. If I was, (laughs) you know, I'm a realist here and I give credit where credit is due. But I'm not blindsided or I'm not. uh, Well, you know, I guess I'm not, you know, uh, blocked or blind to the faults of these people. Like some people can take a guy and they elevate him to the point where they don't see his faults or her faults. No, you, you know, you can't elevate people that high where you can't see their faults. You have to, you know, you can't pedalize them or put them on a pedal, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a pedestal where you don't see their faults. No, Sean Payton did a lot of positive, but he did a lot of negative. Like look what kind of condition the team is in when he left, he left you with, without any direction at the QB position. Uh, and most of the Saints are trying to hold on to his philosophy. And I'm saying simply, if it's a new era of football, the Saints are dinosaurs in there. They don't want to release the past. This is what all this is about. That's why we got Dennis Allen. That's why we got Pete Carmichael, which, you know, I'm a person. I, I believe in, let you know, give it a shot, but it didn't work. Let's move the hell on. If Sean Payton is getting traded, Drew Brees is retired. Let's start anew and find some smart coaches that know what they're doing, that know how to communicate, that know how to motivate, that know how to game plan, and let's put them in. There are, ton, there are a lot of young coaches like Brian DeBall, who was with the Giants. He took them into a big positive situation this year. McDaniels from Miami had a lot going on Uh, for them, got them some success. So they had some young coaches that took some real dumpster fires this year and gave them more success than they had in recent memory. So they are a lot of really good coaches. You just have to do your due diligence and interview the right people. Brian Flores was a good interview for the Saints. They wasn't serious about picking them up. But Flores is a young coach who's very intelligent, who is who's a guy that can talk to people. He's around their same age, not too far older than some of these players. He commands respect. He Got a certain air of confidence around him when you listen to these guys and they are really good. And even if you get old veteran coach like a Frank Wright or even, a, you know, you had a chance at Doug Peterson, these guys are veterans that stick to certain things. They know how the game go. They fly below the radar and you can have success with them in the right situation. So we might not find a hard from Michigan, you know, or whatnot. But in the end, there are coaches out there. You just have to do your due diligence and and, um, and hire the right people. You see. So anyway, let's keep it going. Uh, Randall says he's had a year with his wife. He's ready to coach again. <laughs> all right. Uh, why? Okay, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> gotcha. All right. So, uh, okay. So uh, 992 says uh, Peyton wanted to leave because of all the COVID crap. It got him bad because he changed. Get you. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Thank you for that. All right. Shout out to you, Dana. Good to see you, DJ Phil Cole, Randall, and the rest of the family members. Appreciate y'all. Saints for Life said, I believe he wanted to take off take time off was struggling on what he wanted to do. What seems like to me, but at the end of the day, he did what he did. Right. Yeah. I agree, bro. You know, he, 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 he decided to move on. He couldn't do it anymore. Uh, who else we got here chiming in? All right. He also, uh, nine, nine, two says, uh, Peyton did a lot of the, for the organization from the bottom, from the bottom to one of the best. When drew was at his best, no one was better at throwing, that's why he got the six 5,000 yard seasons. Exactly. Yeah. Drew Brees mastered Sean Payton system. It was a match made in heaven between Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Just unfortunate. The big tragedy of the situation that the Saints only had one Super Bowl when they had all of those seasons, like 10 plus seasons, the Saints were top five, top 10 offense in the league. And really, um, it was just tragic that all, with all that success, the Saints only had one Super Bowl. Uh, you know, during that duration, even when the Saints were rolling after all of the stuff happened with the Bounty Gate stuff and they had a solid team, we just couldn't seem to put more than just that one together. And, you know, that's the only thing is, can this guy win two Super Bowls? That makes you legendary. That puts you in a different level of coaches in the NFL. You know, if you can win one, Doug Peterson got one. So, I mean, can you get two or more Championships, that's the that's the key measurement right there. Like he's mentors, Bill Parcel. Bill Parcells has got multiple Super Bowls, right? Brian Belichick, multiple Super Bowls. You know, and they have other really great coaches. Bill Walsh, those guys had multiple Super Bowls. Can you get there and win it more than once? Sean only able to do it one time, uh, like Doug Peterson and several others in the NFL was able to get it one time. So that'll be the thing: is can he win it? He'll get you into the playoffs. But can he get you beyond that? Can he get you to the next level? And that's what the Broncos are hoping that he can do. Well, the the, the positive thing for the Broncos is that he's still very young. And the fact that he has a he was all for a year and he was totally refreshed to what was going on in this thing. All right. So that's big. All right. Shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all, man. Shout out to you uh, and the rest of the family members being in the building. Much love. Uh, appreciate y'all chiming in with me. Much love. All the family members, good to see you. Much love. Uh, shout out to my queen, Adrian. Shout out to appreciate her being in the stream as well. Uh, brother uh, Joshua, what's up, fam? Appreciate you. Uh, Mar- uh, Mark, shout out to you, uh, fam. Appreciate you. Saints for Life said, I don't blame Benson. Uh, she hired all the people. She got too much else going. They need to do their job. Is Saints front office making all these dumb moves. Wake up, Loomis. Yeah, it. Gail's relying on the team that uh, the late great Tom Benson left her. You know, she relying on what he left. He left her these guys. And uh, at the time they were having success, but it reaches a point where you got to look into the future. Like you got to look at the future and see what's the plan for the next five years. Well, the Saints don't have a steady quarterback. It's two important things that you got to have to succeed in the NFL. You got to have a good coach and a good quarterback. The Saints don't have a good quarterback right now. If Jameis is not here, Jameis is the best they got. Andy Dalton's a backup. Taysom Hill is a utility man. You're not a quarterback. So you're lacking there, especially if you span out the next five plus years. You don't have a quarterback you're looking at on top of your team that could take your team into the next five years of NFL play. Um, really, that's the two stern, more important positions is coach and quarterback. And there's no reason why you could look at and see. Uh, Why the Saints didn't have that much success, Why it was a seven and two team, the offense was funky. It kept failing because they didn't have a leader. You can't operate the quarterback position without a leader, man. I've been saying that you can't do that. You won't have any success in the NFL if you don't have a leader at the QB position. You can't um, what you call it, group run the court, the quarterback position like they were doing. You can't do that. It got to be a leader on top of the team to, to, to guide them. When guys start screwing up, the guy gets on them, tell them what to do. Listen, keep your head up, that kind of stuff. None of that was happening. When they were funky, despondent and weren't doing anything, nobody was stepping up, telling them, listen, you go over here, you do that and all this kind of stuff. None of that was happening. None of that. Nobody nothing was happening. So at some point, you know, those two situations have to be fixed for the Saints. And unfortunately, uh, both of them are looking kind of shady right now. So regardless of what goes on on any portion of the rest of the team, if they don't get the quarterback position uh, uh, settled, they're going to struggle until they do. So it's, it's crazy, man. All right. JT shout out to you, bro says Q, none of this crap excuse. He says, excuse me, Peyton wanted out behind the scenes. He set himself up with Miami. That's why. Yeah, that was the, the, the thing was him and Tom Brady was supposed to go to Miami. He was, he was sneaking around, uh, trying to create an out for himself, but he, it was revealed and confirmed that he wanted out in 2019. He was going to leave in 2019, but he didn't want to leave the same year uh, because he, that's when Anthony Davis left from the, Pel- from the Pelicans. So he didn't want to leave when Davis left. He thought that would be too much for the sports scene. So he stayed on, you know, so I'm like, listen, If you just leave, leave, whatever you're going to do, just leave. But the crazy part is like the Saints, they don't have any vision. They hold on to these guys a lot longer than what they're supposed to. They don't have a plan to replace them. You know, all they want to do is keep things comfortable. And that's not a good measurement. Dennis Allen doesn't have the resume where he deserved to be a head coach of anybody's team. The only reason why he's the head coach of the saints, because Sean Payton told Mickey Lomas that his successor should be Dennis Allen. And he was. So after talking to Eric being Doug Peterson is Brian Flores and several others. The saints decided to, well, big surprise go with Dennis Allen and the saints are seven and 10. Dennis uh, Allen alienates his quarterback. We don't, have, we don't, you know, and then we have what we have. So, Remember two, two most important things, success of an NFL team as a good coach and a good quarterback. You need those. So you can't operate and have any success in the league without those two things. Shout out to your brother, Derek. Much love. Nine, nine, two says I'm still a fan of Michael Pratt from Tulane. That kid is good. Yeah. Pratt did really good stuff for Tulane. He's big. That's a big time quarterback right there. He won't get the respect because he came out of Tulane. But Tajay Spears and and Michael Pratt were absolutely terrific for the Tulane Green Wave this year. How they beat the U.S. That was one of the best football games, college football games of the entire season. I turned off my LSU matchup. They were thumping the hell out of Purdue to turn on Tulane and USC. And if you didn't if you missed that game, you missed one of the best college games that you will ever see. It was a phenomenal, excellent game. I had fun watching it. I watched it with my father. Tulane took it. Uh, took it to that level. That was, it was just terrific. Tajay Spears in that game had three touchdowns. I want to say maybe more. I may think for three that I remember, but he was unstoppable against them. He was catching them out the backfield, running outside, running inside. He was doing, he was doing it all for him. And, and Pratt was delivering the ball and making big time throws, running around, picking up first downs. Yeah. They got to scout that Pratt kid. Kid. He is, he is something else. And hopefully I, hopefully people are paying attention to that guy. He's a player. And more than likely, it's a possibility uh, that he might land in the draft somewhere between the fourth and seventh round. But anybody gets that kid, they got something else. He got a lot of heart, man. He got the arm to throw the ball. He got a little speed with him. But I think that they will probably kind of put him down there a little bit because of where he played at Tulane. But you can't ignore the success that he had there. Absolutely phenomenal players, those young Tulane players. are, And they're looking pretty good moving into the future. So I'm very proud. Uh, the Tulane Green Wave, man, and how they played this offseason. season—they were, I mean, this this past season they were terrific, man. So shout out to the Green Wave. What's up, Joe? Shout out to Joe uh, Gidry. Much love, bro. Uh, nine nine two rat says Archie Manning is like five years away. Arch Manning, yeah, five years. Yeah, he went to Texas. He de- decided to go to Texas. I don't think the Paytons. I, we know I don't know, but they're expecting big things from that kid, and he's not stupid. He went to Texas, and although we know what Texas is right now, but in 2024 they're making the leap them in Oklahoma to the sec to form a super uh, conference, a power conference super is sec is, is, is absorbing Texas in Oklahoma. He'll be there as well. During that jump. He's not a fool. Texas got a lot of weapons there. They, they building toward the future. They're going to be far, formidable down the line. So it's, we will see. All right. So a Gundam says, Q, when are you putting your potential draft candidates together? I'm working on it, bro. Um, uh, working on some list, and I'm probably going to do it like position by position, like quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight end. It's just more organized when we do that, when we do that. And when we do that, uh, the shows Then I'm gonna look at the guys and put them out there. Cause I know the saints got to be looking at a quarterback at some point, uh, depending on where the draft capital is. Once it's all said and done, when we finally move Sean Payton out of here, then we can find out exactly what we're looking at. What are we looking at? And then we can start formatting, but definitely the quarterback position you need to look at. You definitely need to look at the running back position with Elvin Kamara's court stuff coming up. He might be out for a month, maybe a month and a half. Who knows? Uh, The Saints most certainly could use a little bit more help in the wide receiver room. Uh, I think the tight end position could use a veteran, although I am big on the current crop of tight ends that they have. uh, Jawan Johnson needs to be re-signed given an extension. He played his way into an extension. I think Lucas Crawler undrafted uh tight end from Pittsburgh that we have needs to be given opportunity to play. I think he's phenomenal. I think he can really help us out. I think uh, you know, and then there's other positions, the offensive line position. I think the offensive we can need some back better backup offensive linemen. I think Andrews Pete done ran this course. I think the Saints more than likely will look at getting rid of Andrews Pete. You know, you got to, you know, you, you got to look at restructuring. He could be a restructuring on outright release. We'll we'll see how it all situate. Uh, the defensive line position, the defensive end could be a situation Davenport. I'm not, I don't want to pay Davenport unless it's something cheap where we can really afford, but Davenport is a bus. We need to let, you know, find somebody, maybe a veteran there. And Saints don't have a lot of money to go into free agency to see about picking up that veteran who knows what, how that looks. So, I mean, there's several really interesting things that's occurring uh, around the draft. So to say, if you look at every position in the, in the draft, maybe except for cornerback, And linebacker, you can say, okay, we don't need to pay attention to that right now because we all right there. But when you talk about defensive line, the the pass rusher position, you need something there, especially defensive interior position where the Saints allowed 130-something yards rushing against them per game. You need safety help. You got uh, guys, you need safeties, bro. Sorensen, and I do like the kid that we picked up from, the guy we picked up from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he was okay. But we still need help. Young safeties, to help us in the safety room, because behind those guys, you're looking at guys like JT Gray, mostly a special team safety. You got Smoke Monday, an undrafted guy. We don't know what he can do, even though he has potential. I don't, I don't know if we still have Bryce Thompson there, but he's interesting. But the Saints definitely need to look at safeties to help out in the secondary. It wouldn't hurt to, you know, undrafted wise find you a cornerback. But there are positions that the Saints really need to pay attention to, and uh, you know, and I'm and I'm I, I agree. Well, one of the writers, they said that we need to bring competition in for Will Lutz. No doubt about it. Will Lutz was horrible this year. Now, this could be an aberration or it could, this could simply be the fact that Will Lutz is suffering from that core issue. He had totally healed and it could be messing his game up because he was he was one of the top three, top five kickers in the NFL. He has the core surgery and then he missing on, you know, two kicks. And one of them was like partially blocked in the Carolina game. But damn, you know, he, he had. Like career low statistics, big time career low, like almost what 10% drop in his accuracy this year? I'm like, whoa, I could see five, but almost like what it was, 8% drop. And wow, I'm like, whoa. So, I, you know, because he's so good, I'll say, well, we'll leave that for the one year, could be just one year. Will not struggled, but then again, you got to look at that core man, that core situation could really been problematic for him. So, we don't know, but bringing somebody else to compete with him. Would it work? Because if he, if a young kicker comes in here and he out kicks, kicks him, and the pre, you know, well, you got to put pressure on because you know I'm not in, the, in, you know, by any means saying cut wheel Lutz. That's foolish. You know, he solidified the kicker position for us just like Demario Davis. Facility, you know, well, solved the inside linebacker position. Prior to Demario, we playing musical chairs at the linebacker position. There was a massive gap between when we had Jonathan Vilma, then Curtis Lofton came, and then after that, you was just lost. You had guys like Man Tide Tail, James Laurinaitis, guys like that at the linebacker position. Like, what? Who is this guy? But at the end of the day, DeMario comes and he solidifies the position four years. So that's what Will Lutz did. when we Even during when he got hurt, all the musical chair stuff that was going on, we lost several games due to poor kicking. So at some point, maybe the Saints would be smart enough to keep a good kicker on the practice squad just in case something happened to our veteran kicker. Just a, just a thought. All right. So anyway, yeah, that was really intriguing to see. Uh, will Lutz struggle like that. That was a big drop there. All right. So anyway, yeah, that's a few things to talk about dealing with that. Oh, Henry says use the third round of draft for safety and mold him to be a to be better than C D. OK, all right. We'd we'll be lucky to have that. All right, KT, our Southern, uh, uh Southern Gent, who uh is the our great Saint Thank Tank, one of our top scouters said, Hey Q, watch out for Andre Los Los Vias, wide receiver from Princeton, six three two hundred. Okay, you got a full two two time. Okay, all right, I got you. There you go. KT dropping some science on that. Shout out to you, KT. Much love, bro. All right, so anyway, with that being said, fam, that's gonna do it for the stream. Listen, I appreciate each and every last one of y'all. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Feel free to share the show's links on your social media feed. Once again, to recap, uh, the Saints Panthers completed their in-person interview with Coach Payton. Uh, according to the word on the street that it went well. Uh, the, Buck, the Broncos are looking to set up a round, a second round of interviews with Sean Payton. Although we know they like Sean Payton a lot. And second round means, you know, let's, let's get to talking about money. Let's start talking about this, that more in depth discussions with him. So we'll see how that goes, but not before uh, Peyton, perhaps he has a Thursday interview with the Arizona Cardinals. who have a top three pick in this upcoming draft. They want to talk to Sean Peyton about their coaching position. Kyler Murray and the lights are out there. They have a really uh, interesting team that coach Peyton would consider, you know, that's there. they could be a, a, uh, um, a team to look at too. They, you know, I know Murray's hurt right now, but at the same time, same time, he do have a good young quarterback there, but they are meeting with him on Thursday. So we'll see how that all looks. Also, Ryan Nilsen interviewed for the job for the Minnesota Vikings defensive coordinator position. For those who don't know, now, you know, baby is that he interviewed. So does that mean Ryan Nilsen g- interviewed? Could he be going to the Vikings or any other team? If he goes, is Ryan Richard, is coach Richard, uh, the guy that stays, uh, uh, Chris Richard, is he the guy that stays as the defensive coordinator and he becomes a defensive coordinator because the other guy got hired away. We'll see. We'll see. So that's some news right there. And of course we covered the latest news about Elvin Kamara. He got a court date set up for March the 1st with him and his other compatriots. That you can see that's to the right there. So, uh, that's set up. So this is going to be interesting because like I said, uh, they postponed, it all of last year, it got to come to a head sometimes this year. Could mean a month worth of games, could mean some problems for the Saints at the running back position. Look at Tajay Spears. I'm telling you off top. Ty J. Spears, Ty J. Spears, Ty J. Spears. Like when Jalen Hurt came out, I kept telling people, Jalen Hurt, Jalen Hurt, Jalen Hurt, Jalen Hurt, Jalen Hurt. I'm telling y'all, I scouted this dude when he was with Alabama. We played against LSU. He beat LSU. LSU had several top 15 NFL draft prospects on its team on defensive side of the ball. And those guys could not slow him down in the game. He was the fastest man on the field at time when he made up his mind to throw the ball. He threw the ball. They kept saying he was a running quarterback, not a throwing quarterback. He transferred uh, to uh, Oklahoma, tore it up for him. And the only reason why he didn't go far is because he ran into a buzzsaw called Joe Burrow in the LSU team. And they buzzed everybody out there. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's who stopped him in the playoffs. It was Joey B and the LSU Tigers. We told everybody up that year. It was like, it was ridiculous, but you know, he was fantastic. You see what he's doing with Philadelphia, Philadelphia's in an NFC championship game with Jalen Hurts sitting on top of it. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. So you, it's guys that you watch and see that they have it. And if you build around them, they'll have success. And like we talked to, a few of the Philadelphia family members, they were saying, man, the reason why their team is having so much success is because Jalen Hurts. He elevates everybody game. And we know that to be true, because when he wasn't playing for the Saints, the Saints beat that, knocked the stuffing out the Philadelphia Eagles led by Dennis Allen. The Dennis Allen led Saint team knocked the stuffing out Philadelphia without Jalen Hurts. So reality is, you know, he's a fantastic and special player. For them and look where he's taking them at, man. So when you choose right and then listen, shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles. They did everything right. And it started in the offseason. They didn't play around. They were aggressive, getting picks and making selections in the draft. They made several really good deals against the Saints. They gave up draft capital for the Saints to Chris Chris Olave. They used it well. They were able to pick up Big Jordan. uh, What's his face from? uh, uh, What was it from Alabama? No, from Georgia to be the interior guy. He gets hurt. They signed in Dominican Sue, and uh, uh, I forgot the other big defensive tackle they had and brought them there. So whenever the team needed help, they were on the spot making moves to help out the team. Saints said, they ain't done nothing the whole year. The whole interior defensive line allowing 120 plus points, I mean, uh, yards to be ran up against them, And Dennis Allen didn't even bring in any veteran defensive tackle or even pull guys up off the practice squad to put in the defensive tackle to change it up. He didn't do nothing. That goes to show you when you adjust. Most of the time you win, you got to adjust or die. That's the bottom line. Adjust or die. That's what the whole thing about. That's just what life is. Adjust or die. Dinosaurs die. People that adjust, they adapt and move on and have success. That's what this is about. We have a dinosaur team. The Saints are operating right now. We got to get beyond that. We got dinosaurs on top of this thing. So anyway, with that being said, let me get on up out of here. I appreciate y'all chiming in. I'm going to holler at y'all. My family members on the Patreon special tomorrow. We're going to be in the building on that. We're going to talk about some more Saints news and notes. We're going to cover it all on the Patreon special. If you won't join the Patreon, there's a link in the description section below. Patreon.com forward slash the Pro Media Network. Or just simply become a member of the channel to have access to those locked to that locked content uh, with the uh, TSC Q&A live on Tuesdays, Patreon Tuesday. With that being said, I'm out. Who that to you? Appreciate you. I'm gone.
1: And I'm a who that I'm a hood at Long as I'm living, i am a to who that lose all winning, i am a to who that sports coma. Yeah, this is where we do that. Where we do that, that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, Huh? Boogie like this and I'm a hood. I'm a hoodet. Sports coma, this is where we do <achus contemporary> how that. How welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Somebody please better help. In this thing, like running Elf. Thing like thank God every day I'm not a, a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon can get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Cubs fucking on town, duck down. Duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut, 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 shut down. Panthers ain't much t- Touchdown. touchdown, the vision really blown to us now. us now, so much hate on the Saints, you can probably tell, yeah. ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, yeah. when things seem fishing and you probably smell, up. the crooked referees on Roger Goodell, yeah. yeah, like this and I'm a hoot at, every day I'm living, I'm a hoot at, lose or winning, I'm a hoot at, it's the sports coma. this is where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, yeah. eh. we do that, yeah. eh. Do That we do that, but we do, do that. that, uh, that uh, boogie uh, like this, and I'm a, a hood. I'm a hood. This is the sports coma. This is where we do I'm that. We're listening to the sports coma. Yeah. It's big Q and the guys <laughs> on the RO media network.
2: Thing to all the Saints, to all the Pelican, LSU Tigers, and even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, who that is your site. The who that for the sport who that in all of us. Check out the pro shop. That's right, the pro shop Below and remember it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the pro shop and who that, that That's right, the who Your one-stop shop for everything. You all the Saints, you all Pelican, LSU Tigers, and even the top flight boxing So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, the who that daily.com. It's your site. The hoodet for the
3: sport hoodet. That- Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. slash play 100 and use code play 100 that's code play 100 at prizepickscom slash play 100 for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars price picks daily fantasy sports made easy